0: Hey, Matt, what are you doing? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm digging for buried treasure. Wait, what's this? Well, it looks like a time capsule. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jokes on you. I love the ups. Okay? Actually, <laughs> I voted, I voted for it to be on a the terrible deal. movie. Oh, no,
0: no, no, no. Let's put this thing back.
1: Welcome to the 4th and Short Podcast. You're thinking it, and we're saying it. Here are your hosts, Jason and Matt.
0: Wow. Hey, we're going back in time today, baby. We're going to go back. We're going to revisit some takes that we had at the beginning of the season. We're going to talk about some of our favorite
1: NFL players of the past. We're going back in time. I will say that's a take I do not regret at all. Either either. both both dunking on abf and saying that elf is the worst movie of all time so
0: well they're both true statements they're both true it's like true. how can you disagree with what's true <laughs>
1: that's right that's right we're good we're golden we're golden Welcome in everybody week 14 of the nfl i am the broken man jason feld and that is the Cheesehead of the south matt peterson football has broken me congratulations football we're so, on
0: opposite trajectories we're that I meme have, of the uh the roller coaster cars going by each other where one's the yeah. skeletons coming back the other way and the other one's the happy the people going the other way we're uh, we're on i'm still the person he's the skeleton coming back the other way my team is 100%. going up and the future's looking bright he is mm-hmm. tanking and it's looking pretty bad
1: and yet because the rest of the afc can't get their act together we're still in the playoffs as of today
0: Did you see that the Broncos, the Broncos are one game back from the Chiefs
1: as of today? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I don't know what to think. I, I think we probably say this just about every year, but I feel like this year, and maybe it's just recency bias, but I feel like this year is just bonkers, bonkers in the NFL. I mean, at one point yesterday, all four AFC North teams were in the playoffs. Yeah impressive it's just insane i don't i don't like this time of... of
0: year because it just seems like every single game matters a lot i mean if you're one of the bottom feeders it doesn't matter for you and we're not even going to talk about you but for most of these teams now and the games we're going to talk about like it's heavy heavy implications like the oh, yeah. the kc buffalo game i mean that had uh-huh. huge uh playoff implications
1: so yeah, i, I mean know,
0: it's, it's a lot of fun to talk about games nowadays
1: You've got only 10 teams that I would say are probably, they're more than a game out of playoff contention. So over 20 teams in the NFL are playing for playoff spots. The NFC South, you got three teams that are tied for first place. Uh Uh-huh. At six and seven. Isn't that nuts? Oh, my goodness. Like the Bears. The Bears could be... A game out of a playoff spot after tonight, depending on what happens with the, the Packers.
0: Yep. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. What? Okay. Of okay. Let me say this right now. Let me say this right now. I'm gonna be on record saying this. Of the teams in the NFC North, the Bears are the only one that worries me as a Packers fan. The Vikings are red hot garbage right now, and the Lions can't get their act together. Hey, hey, hey,
1: hey, hey. The Vikings won three nothing yes
0: three nothing baby
1: Woo! Oh. we there was actual debate being said would that game actually go to overtime and then end at zero zero tie
0: what if it has there ever been a game in nfl history that's ended in a zero zero tie I,
1: you know we were asking that yesterday with some people i was talking to i'm going to look that up you can go ahead and get into the first game i'll, I'll see if this has ever been Ever happen?
0: All right. Well, the only teams that have been officially eliminated from the playoffs are the Carolina Panthers and the New England Patriots. There's a lot of teams that are eliminated, but statistically, if such and such team lost every single one of their last games and this team won out, then they would be in the playoffs, kind of thing. Oh, but, you mean you, know,
1: you mean the uh, New England Patriots that beat the Pittsburgh Steelers 21 to 18 on Thursday night with Bailey freaking Zappy? That that New England Patriot team?
0: Yep, that New England Patriot team They're out of the yeah, playoffs. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, of course. Congratulations. They are. Yeah. Back to back losses to ten lost teams. Congratulations, Steelers. You're hot trash. That's
0: correct. They are. But they're still seven and six. And they're still holding on to that playoff spot. But here we go. The Steelers are seven and six. The Colts are seven and six. The Texans are seven and six. The Broncos are seven and six. The Bengals are seven and six. The Bills are seven and six. That's insane. All these teams are seven and six, and you don't know who's gonna get that last spot yet.
1: No. There's two spots. I still there's I stand by my take. Spots.
0: I stand by my take that the Steelers are falling out of this thing.
1: Oh there's no absolutely. way the
0: Steelers and Colts are both gonna fall out. They won't be there. Well we play Texans each other this
1: we play each other this Sunday, so one of them's staying in. Yeah.
0: I think the Texans and Broncos
1: uh Texans yeah. worry me without Stroud if yeah. he misses time. Do you see? And they did. did they they Zach did not Wilson look. It they made Zach Wilson look great
0: yesterday. Dude, Zach Wilson did look good. He looked. He balled out. I know. He balled.
1: Out. I was so ready to come on here after Joe Flacco's really good performance for the Browns, and I hate to compliment Joe Flacco, and I hate to compliment the Browns, but I mean, he looked good. Yeah, I mean, they they took it to Jacksonville, and. Okay, so I guess we're I talking was ready about to, that game. Yeah, I was ready to come on here and just destroy the Jets yet again for their quarterback just did mishandling of that position completely. And and Zach Wilson looked good. Okay, so. do you know the only thing that bothers me?
0: Okay, obviously the Browns fans are wacko for Flacco right now. And he's just the most amazing thing ever. And they self-own, the Browns self-owned, got self-owned because they're like, all this man does is win in this stadium when he literally would beat them in their own stadium. So good job Brown's Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <exactly>. Congratulations. <laughs> maybe it was, maybe it was self-awareness. I don't know.
1: Well, look, but the Brown's fans, they got to take it anyway. They can get it.
0: Get this though. Joe Flacco has been with the Browns organization for all of like three weeks and he's already a better quarterback than Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson has been there for like two years. And he's trash. Yeah. Flacco comes in and he's played better than Deshaun Watson has ever played for the Cleveland Browns. The Browns are better now than they were probably at any point this season. And this is after they've started four different quarterbacks. You got P.J. Walker, DTR, Deshaun Watson, and now Joe Flacco. Kevin Stefanski needs to be paid. Joe, Kevin Stefanski needs to be paid because he's winning with four separate quarterbacks. The yeah. Packers tank tanked. If we didn't have Aaron Rodgers up and healthy, we couldn't win with anybody else. But somehow the Browns keep winning no matter the quarterback. And they're currently on their best quarterback out of those four.
1: Well, they finally have an offense that's consistent this year. Their defense has never been in question. Their leading it's rusher great. got hurt.
0: Blew out his ACL. Exactly.
1: That's what I'm saying. Where and are now they getting they have these people? What?
0: Who's who's Ford? Jerome Ford is that who's running the ball for them? I mean Kareem yeah. Hunt. Yeah, yeah. Who are these people? I don't know, but somehow hey, they're winning.
1: It's working. It's but I, again, it's going back to their they for the most part. Obviously, they have five losses, so I mean they haven't been perfect all year, but for the most part on defense, they're setting the tone. I mean Trevor Lawrence for the vast majority of that game yesterday looked bad look bad three you want to know why do you
0: know why like last year i was all on board the jags hype train and i still nominally am okay i was on board because i saw all the potential last year and i could see that there was a team that was about to be good even though the record sucked i was on board and they ended up going on that crazy run at the end of the the season and made it last year this year i've been pretty quiet about them Because despite the fact that they're one of the best records in the AFC, they don't look like they're living to their potential. There's more Mm -hmm. potential on that team than what they're putting on the field. And I don't get it. So I've been real quiet about them yeah. because they just, like, every time I watch them, I'm like, uh
1: They're just guys. not consistent. They're not consistent. And I know yeah. Lawrence has dealt with some injury, but they're just not consistent at all.
0: He has his ankle sprain, but he did not look like he had a sprained ankle in that game. He was running all around. No,
1: I think that was a little overblown, you know, kind of a little mind games gamesmanship going into to Sunday against the Browns. Uh, you got to do whatever you can to get a, a competitive advantage against that defense. I mean, I I, I just... I know we've talked about it before and we'll say this. And then if you want to move on, but I'm watching a little bit of this game yesterday and miles Garrett. So they, they had one of their secondary players. I think a quarterback or safety, I don't know who it was. Came in on a blitz and, um, Lawrence got rid of it, but he like comes around Lawrence and then like falls on the ground. And then, uh, um, stink. What <laughs> What? I Miles just Garrett? blanked on the man's Miles Garrett. Neck. Miles Garrett? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Miles Garrett trips and falls on this, this guy, who is probably a third of his size, and this poor old buddy just stays on the ground. Like, trainers had to come out because Miles <laughs> Garrett fell on him. <laughs> it's pretty funny. It was great. It was Dude, great. Do you
0: see Miles Garrett's rant? About how he gets held or hands to the face or the lineman jumps offside every single play and they don't. Yeah, call join it. the
1: club, Miles. Uh, TJ Watts, the same exact way. They yeah. do that for every decent, you know, every top of the line star defensive player. So it's, it, don't even start about officiating. Man. So
0: speaking of officiating. We got uh-huh. to talk about the game that everybody is talking about right now and the that the game would be that the
1: officials actually got the call right. Kansas
0: City versus Buffalo. So if you yeah. didn't see the way this game ended, what happened was the Chiefs line up, it's like the last play, second to last play, something like that. And they've got this cool little uh hook and ladder thing where they uh Kelsey goes out, he, Mahomes throws it to Kelsey. Kelsey's run, everybody swarms to Kelsey. Kelsey chucks it all the way back across the field to Kadarius Toney, who grabs it, runs it into the end zone for six. Would have won them the game, but Kadarius Toney was off sides at the beginning of the play, and they threw the flag right away. As soon as the ball was snapped, the, the official threw the flag. Patrick Mahomes was, in a word, heated after this. I'm sure you guys have seen it on social happy. media. He was like, they were holding him back because he was sitting there cussing out the refs. He goes up there and good it says, you know, the handshake afterwards goes up there to Josh yeah, Allen. The Josh and Allen. Is like, Allen. Yeah. Worst call ever, yada, 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 with a lot of choice words sprinkled in. And then he gets up in the press conference and he's like, they never called that play. You're robbing. Uh, the the future Hall of Famer and Travis Kelsey of an incredible play, but now they're never going to show that highlight because you guys took it away with some bogus call. He was heated to say the least.
1: I, I don't, okay.
0: Everybody right now is piling on Patrick Mahomes and I disagree with him, but I can see where he's coming from. They normally don't call it, but it's been called 11 times this year in the NFL, the offensive offsides. I get that normally you just let him play, and that penalty didn't have anything to do with the actual play that happened. Like, that had nothing. That did not affect that play in any way. So I get where he's coming from, but still, dude, he was offsides. Like, I don't really think that there's, at the end of the day, that good of an argument against that.
1: I mean... I saw something else too, because not only was he offsides, but I'm pretty sure the lineman on the opposite end was not lined up correctly. So it was, it was an illegal formation to begin with, like by the letter of the law, I saw a screenshot with the formation and the line of scrimmage and the NFL rule book, the rules. And it was, it was an illegal formation. So either way, they blew it. And it's, you know, and I, I'm sorry for the Chiefs. I'm sorry for Patrick Mahomes. And I understand you're passionate. This is an intense game. You can't, you you can beat the Bills in the playoffs, but you can't beat them in the regular season, especially at home. Josh Allen, I think, has won three straight games in Arrowhead. Um, so I understand where Patrick Mahomes is coming from. And I'm sure that I would be heated as well. But I'm sorry. It's a bad look. For Patrick Mahomes, who is supposed, to, who is who is the perennial face of the NFL, uh, whether or not he plays well enough, he's in the MVP conv- conversation, and for him to just go on and on and on and on and on and on, and on, and on and make it make it something even on. I mean, in a conversation with Josh Allen, just let it go, man. Save it for the press conference afterwards. Sure, I yeah. don't care. It's a terrible, terrible look. And and again, if Kadarius Tony, I sent this to you. If he's not on this team. The Chiefs have three more wins. Yep. I mean, the one the, the one ball that he catches, and he, he, he lined up wrong. It's just unbelievable. If I were the Chiefs, because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you release him. You, you don't have options at wide receiver to begin with outside of Rasheed Rice. Release him. He should have been released today. He is I'd worthless. Agree. Worthless. Agree. I so, mean, think
0: between him and Marquez Valdez-Scantling's,
1: Oh my God. They don't
0: have a single hand between all of them. Like, no, no, there's I was nothing just about like, the cinder it's blocks. It's like they're running there's down four field with stumps. <laughs> yeah. With it's stumps crazy for hand. Okay. Just so I want to bring this up, too. Uh, I saw a infographic uh, yesterday, and it was complaints about NFL officiating based on the percentage of total fan tweets. So. It, You hashtag your tweet with hashtag whatever, you know, Chiefs, Packers, whatever. Whatever fan base you're supporting. And then they kind of run sentiment analysis to see if you're complaining or not about the refs. Number one fan base that complains about the refs, the Kansas City Chiefs. Ah. Second is Bears, followed by Cowboys, Dolphins, Titans, uh, and then the Commanders.
1: Surprising? I think not.
0: I guess. That being said, I really do think we're going to see changes this offseason. I think that they're going to move refs to be uh, paid full-time because there's always been complaints, but I feel like this year there's been more awareness about it than ever before. So I think that you're going to see a move to paid refs uh, this offseason. That's my two cents worth.
1: I hope so. Uh, before right. you move on to the next game, I've got a fact, fact fun fact for you. The last fun game fact. that ended regulation scoreless – was a zero-zero tie between the New York Giants and Detroit Lions. Go figure. On November (laughs) 7th, 1943. So there you go. Wow, 43. The more you know. The more you know.
0: All Uh, right. Let's talk about the Dallas Cowboys. We said last week that this game against the Philadelphia Eagles was going to say a lot about the Cowboys, who they are, and if they're legit or not. Turns out the Dallas Cowboys are legit.
1: The they went out
0: there. Based. Yeah, they went out there and they beat down the Philadelphia Eagles. It just it looked like the Eagles kind of beat themselves in the first half. Like they would be able to yeah. move the ball, but they just couldn't. They turned the ball over. They were just like that uh Stefan Gilmore's when he punched out in the second half, but Stefan Gilmore punching the ball out, ripping the ball out from uh AJ Brown. All this stuff like the Eagles just could not get their act together. And Yes, the Cowboys were good, and I will absolutely say the Cowboys were good. I think they're better than the Eagles, even if the Eagles were clicking. But also, the Eagles need to get their crap together because that was not a good showing by them. Uh, something I want to uh, highlight was, uh, you know their kicker, Aubrey? Yes. So I w- that I man going a 60-yard field goal, that thing would have been good from 70. Yeah. The dude had the range. Not I, only that, I, do you know the story behind him?
1: Yes, he's he he did not kick until he tried out for the USFL.
0: No, I'm backing it up even further than that. Okay, all right. This dude, so he played a little bit of major league soccer. Um, I think he also played in Canada for a soccer team for a little bit. But anyway, he's chilling on his couch with his wife, and they're watching football. And his wife goes, "I bet you could do that." And he goes. Huh, maybe I could. And so he goes out there and he gets with some like kick uh, coach from, like, it was Ole Miss or something like that. And then they just started working out together and started practicing. Got on a on a USFL team, right? The Birmingham Stallions.
1: And mm-hmm. then
0: got a contract in the NFL. And now he's draining 60-yard field goals and he hasn't missed. He's 30 for 30.
1: That's crazy. This year. Crazy Speaking, story. I mean, Mad ironically. hats off to that guy. Thirty for thirty. I better pick that up. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I I I will be the first to admit, I do not have a fondness for kickers in the NFL, and it wouldn't help most of the time. Yesterday, let's just be honest. It was bad yesterday. Extra points. I know weather was bad, but even just give me shots. But Brandon Aubrey, man, absolutely major kudos to you. Major major kudos to you. In fact, we're going to give you one of these. You don't you don't ever hear these for kickers on this show, so you know this is special.
0: Um, one last thing I will say. I think why the Cowboys are doing so well is that they're currently built very similar to the Packers when the Packers went on their, their Super Bowl run in 2010. Uh, I feel like Dak is in the same spot now as Rodgers was then like he's dealing it. He's got some good weapons and he's dealing it well and consistently. And Dak is really working well with McCarthy. Like McCarthy is a good coach. I thought he was a good coach when he was in green Bay. And I still stick by the fact that he's a good coach and Dallas is going to make a mistake if they get rid of him and go with Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn is a great, great defensive coordinator. I don't think he should be the coach. I think you got to stick with McCarthy. Even if you get bounced in the first playoff game, you gotta stick with McCarthy. I believe he's got Dak. He is bringing the best out of Dak Prescott.
1: Anyway, well, currently the Cowboys are the number two seed, so they would be playing whoever this last wild card team is. I mean, it could be the Packers. It could, I mean, who knows who it's going to be at this point? So, I mean, that's a good place to be in. Um. But like we said last week, is it better to get the number one wild card and play the team from the NFC South? I don't know. I think either way, they're set up for knock on wood, they're set up to be able to make it into the second round of the playoffs. And who All knows? Right, wh- I mean, if for some reason the Cowboy or the 49ers trip up, the Cowboys keep winning? I mean, still there's an outside shot at them still getting the number one seed.
0: Yeah, I'd agree. I think that the 49ers just, they're so stinking dominant right now. I agree. I don't, I don't know how them.
1: anybody beats them.
0: Yes. I don't either. I mean, anything can happen in the in the playoffs. I get it. But man, who's going to beat them? Also, you know yeah. who looks surprisingly good right now is the LA Rams. I know they lost to the Ravens, but the that was Rams great. Good game. right now. Yeah, great it was. game. Ended overtime on a punt return touchdown. Yeah, but man, the Rams look good. Like I don't want to play them in the uh, in the playoffs.
1: No, no, not at all. Yeah, Rams are clicking at the right time, and I think they're all getting healthy, which helps.
0: Mm-hmm. I'd agree. I don't really see like the other people, the the playoff teams. Packers and Vikings are both in. Packers are on an upward trajectory. That three to zero Vikings team is on a downward trajectory. Yeah, Vikings. Uh, the are Rams are the only other team I see coming up. Seattle Seahawks, Meh. Falcons, meh, yeah, saints, yeah. Meh. bears, meh. So whatever.
1: All right. Yeah. I, uh, think, I think the Rams definitely
0: have a chance. All right. Would you like to go back in time for this next part? Oh. We're going to go back in time. We're going to open that time capsule. Go back to the beginning of the season and examine some things that we said in our, uh, what I think I know or what I know, what I think I know and what I have no idea takes by yours truly and Jason felt we're going to grade us and see how we did in week two of the NFL season. So let's open that time capsule and see what we said, Jason, let's go ahead and play cut one.
1: All right,
0: Jason. Yeah, either one that wasn't there. No, go back to uh, Wait, this Jason, one? Jason. Yeah. Jason on Dallas. All right. There's okay. no denying
1: it. And I, this is probably the most, Obvious thing in the NFL after two weeks, but the Dallas Cowboys have championship level defense. I'll give it to I, you. And if I don't, that if was I a recall, good take. I was poo pooed a week later. I'm pretty sure a couple weeks later, I think you I got were blown out. <laughs> you were, you were, and but, it was merited at that point, uh-huh, but, a uh, bounce but back.
0: I'm going to agree with you at this point. You got to look at the Dallas Cowboys and they have championship defense. They truly do. So I'm a give score one for Jason felt
1: bingo. Thank you. Yeah, we're Thank trying to bring
0: you. Jason out of, out of his slumber. All right, let's go ahead and uh, do another one. Let's go. Uh, cut number two, Matt's take on chiefs. All right. And I'm not right. convinced that the, uh, the chiefs offense is any good. I think that their offense is kind of mediocre this year. I mean, you can roast me later if this turns out, turns out to be untrue, but I think their offense is mediocre. And I think their defense is above average. Hey, score okay. one for Matt. Yeah, I'll take that applause. There you I go. Right on the money. That is week two, baby. So anything to add to that beautiful take? I just got done pretty much saying we just got done bashing Canary's Tony and MVS for the cement hands, the brick hands over there. So I think we were spot on with that one.
1: Absolutely. Right. I feel- Look, we should... <laughs> Man, they should pay us to do this. This is I know, I know. Let's play
0: cut number uh, three. Jason's take on the Dolphins.
1: Oh boy. Okay. I think that Tua can lead the Dolphins offense to at least a conference championship, if not the Super Bowl. I think I know that.
0: The jury's still out on this one, but still. he does have them. Tua does have them sitting number two in the uh, the second seed in the playoffs right now. And, and it could be one command.
1: Tonight.
0: Yeah. Full command of the uh, AFC North.
1: Yes. The AFC or North east. or East. East, me. East, East.
0: So I uh, would well, still out on that one, but still, I think that's a pretty solid take. Pretty solid take. That's All right. right. Let's play last one. Cut uh, for the, yeah. South.
1: what I don't know, I have no idea who's going to win the NFC South. No idea.
0: Can I rant for a second on the stinking Falcons? My gosh. Yeah, I'm putting the Falcons on blast. All right. Good news. You we're spot on that we one, We still too. have no idea. We still have no idea. <laughs> so nothing has changed between week two of the NFL season and this week. Nothing has changed. We were spot on with everything. You could re-record that episode right this second, and it would be the exact same episode.
1: That's right. That's right. Why did we even bother recording tonight? We could have just played know. that. I could have just Replayed that episode
0: again. and you guys wouldn't even have known. But in the interest of uh taking a little trip back in time, we went ahead and uh went back dug up that 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 the audio archives of our, of week 2 and uh wanted to tease you guys with that. Just to give ourselves a pat on the back and to lift Jason's spirits given that he's so Ooh. depressed about how the yeah. football is going this year.
1: Yeah, football right. football hasn't treated me nicely.
0: No. All right. Is it time for the two-minute
1: warning? Let's do it. Now to bring us to the two-minute warning. Ah, the two-minute warning. Good thing there aren't a lot of brains in there
0: taking up room. All right. For our two-minute warning, keeping the theme of of going back in time, I'm going to have you give me one offensive player And one defensive player who is no longer in the NFL, not from your team that you wish was still in the NFL.
1: Oh, not from my team that I wish was still in the NFL. Um, Okay. I think that, oh man, offense, I'm going to go back and forth. It's a wide receiver. It's either Megatron or Randy Moss. Um, Just being able to see those Men play and uh, men play football uh at an elite level. Uh I think I think I'm gonna go with Megatron just for the sake that his career was too short. And so I would like to see Megatron back. Uh I think he could probably still do it, but you know, at this point it's too late. Defensive side of the ball. Uh I'm a, I'm gonna say same, same type uh same uh, train of thought to go with Patrick Willis for the San Francisco 49ers who also retired. And again, I'm not faulting these men for retiring early, um, but retired too early, but could hit with the best of them was just a beast for those 49er teams. So I'm going to go Megatron, Patrick Willis, who are you taking?
0: Okay. So for the offensive side of the ball, I it's a toss up for me between Randy Moss even though he played for the Vikings and he was the scourge of the Packers, it was just so awesome to see that guy play. So it's a toss up for me between Randy Moss and Tom Brady. Because I loved having Tom Brady in the in the league and being the villain. But he was such a good villain. Like he was so good, so committed to excellence. I would love to see Tom Brady still be playing. Uh, that and also it's toss up between those two. You take your pick. I know I'm kinda of cheating. I guess you mentioned Randy Moss, so I'm gonna go with Tom Brady. From the defensive side of the ball, I'm sticking with my villains, and I wish that Vontez Perfect was still oh, playing, God. and I wish she was playing for the Cincinnati Bengals, just because I'm here for the carnage, baby, and I want to see the hate.
1: Yeah, but it would be, it would be nasty. It would be nasty. Do we have? Do we really have a villain in the NFL right now? Like play
0: Garrett for just a second with the whole a little bit helmet off yeah just a yeah, second. but
1: I, that's gone away, like especially since Mason Rudolph so doesn't play or doesn't start, so that doesn't yeah. matter. Antonio Brown's I, gone.
0: I don't think we have a villain,
1: I mean, I think people of, would like to try to play Rogers as the villain, but I feel like especially now that he's not played it all this year, that certainly uh-huh. is not the case. uh-huh, but I don't think we really have a villain
0: no. I mean, I guess maybe Patrick Mahomes is one. Well.
1: I was going to I was just about to say is he becoming that? Because he wins and and apparently cries a lot too, so You're not going to hate Dak Prescott. No. No. I don't know. Like there's yeah.
0: not really anybody to hate.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, it's a I mean, sad
0: day. We need some. It really is. Hate.
1: Yeah.
0: Let's just bemoan yeah, the fact we're that we're sad that because, because no one's demanding. No, 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 <laughs> no people. To
1: hate. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know I what? Know, I. You no, 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 no. For me, for me. Two let things. me just say this. Let me just say this, okay? Because I told you I was gonna say something that was gonna be a little bit maybe hot takey tonight. Ooh, I had an announcement to make, okay? okay. Look, I'm I am the self-proclaimed Steeler fan. There is a terrible towel hanging behind me. Mm-hmm. All right. But this is what I want to say. I hope that the Pittsburgh Steelers lose every game to end the season. You want to know why, Matt? Because if they lose the next four games, what would their record be? They're Uh, seven and six right now. No.
0: Or no, no. If they lose the next four games, uh, if they lose the next four games,
1: seven and 10, that would put them under 500, would it not? Yes, it would. You know what that would do? That would break this stupid streak of Mike Tomlin that he gets to point to every time they have a mediocre season. But we were over 500, so nobody can say anything. Nobody can do anything. Mike T, I love you, but this is going to be the best thing that could happen for you because if this doesn't fix it, I'm sorry, buddy, but it's time for a change of scenery. It's time for a change of scenery. It's like right. putting Mike... Take. I am putting Mike T. I love Mike T. I love Mike T. But I'm putting Mike T on blast. Mike T, newsflash. Ben Roethlisberger is not coming through the tunnel anymore to play quarterback. And I'm afraid this is what we're waiting for. We're waiting in Pittsburgh for Ben Roethlisberger to come out of the tunnel and suit up. Guess what? It's not Ben Roethlisberger. It's not even Kenny freaking Pickett. It is Mitchell Trubisky. Trubisky,
0: <laughs> yes.
1: He's not coming through. So, Yeah. I told you I'm not watching another Steeler game this year. I'm not. I'm not. I'm done. I can't do it. Okay? And, and I'm not going to, you know, we, we made, you know, fortunately your, your team has treated you better this year. Earlier this year, if I remember correctly, you were wearing a paper bag for the Halloween episode. That's okay? correct. I was. As a Pittsburgh Steeler fan, I will not disgrace paper bags at this point by wearing paper bags. Paper bags are wearing Steeler masks right now because that's how bad things are. So...
0: Spicy take. Is there anything I else you want to add to that?
1: No. I have nothing else to say.
0: Quick mailbag. I said, I put a post story up and said, who do you wish was still playing in the NFL? I got Peyton Manning, Brian Erlacher, and Tom Brady. We'll Peyton Manning. I can see man. Peyton
1: Manning. I thought about Erlacher. I'll
0: put up there. Hey, that's not what i gonna put up there. Who do you think? Could be the villain in the NFL this
1: year. Yeah, new villain. Tell us who the new villain is. We need to know. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Peace out. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fourth and Short Podcast. Join the conversation and follow us on Instagram at Fourth and Short Podcast. Hey, and just so you know, I have not forgotten we still have a sandwich to make.
0: I was kind of hoping you forgot. Oh no, I no, no! About it.
1: I know you did. I haven't forgotten. I just haven't gotten around to posting it yet. But it will happen, and you will eat it live on air, and it will be <laughs> glorious. That. It will be glorious. What's the one thing you don't want on there?